now a proud partner of the Clydesdale Media, this is the Type 1 Lifting Podcast. guys welcome to another episode of the uh type one lifting podcast i have crossfit athlete hannah hardy how you doing hey how are you not bad so i do want to say something so if you if you meet someone with a really bostonian accent hannah hardy so <laughs> it hey is- i will take it i will take i, I mean i don't know i kind of it kind of has a nice ring to it not gonna lie i feel like it's better than a southern twang Yes. Yeah, I agree. So when uh, my, <laughs> wife, my wife and I were, uh, you know, talking about kids' names and stuff, one of them was like a quick glance, quick like thought was Harper. And so we were sitting at the beach and I'm like, hey, Harper, grab me a beer. And so oh she's like, gosh. yeah, we're definitely not using that name. No way. <laughs> no, no, cannot. Like anything with like a sharp like A. Yeah. No, you can't. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's hilarious. But um, anyway, <laughs> I, I know that you were at Wadapalooza. So, yeah. um, have you officially recovered from Wadapalooza? I've officially recovered. Um, it wasn't like as much as a, like of a beating as I thought. I think just because like there's only two workouts per day. Granted, mm-hmm. there's one more day, but just like having two workouts, it's not too too crazy. Only like the first like true beating day was the first day where. It was, you know, we all had to figure out the flip sled mm-hmm. and then go pretty much do like a really hard version of Fran. Okay. All right. Very cool. So before we got into the workouts, um, I, my goal last year was to make it to Waterpalooza. I, di- I didn't make it. Um, I had so much FOMO watching on YouTube and like looking at everyone's Instagram feed and I'm sitting there like. God, I wish I was there. Like, I just want to be there. Just, 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 just one year, one year. And and I had, I had a uh, you know Matt O'Keefe saying, "Come on down, we'll give you VIP treatment and everything like that." And I'm sitting there like, yeah. I, I want to go so bad, but then all of a sudden I, I couldn't make it. But it was just fine. But um, can you can you tell me about like what is the atmosphere at Wadapalooza and like even like Vendor Village and like what what were your you know you know views as as an athlete there. No. So, okay. So this year, uh, Loud and Live just changed pretty much everything. I, I, want, I don't want to say everything, but they actually changed the layout of the entire venue. Mm-hmm. So it was new for all of us. They made Flagler a lot bigger. So that way, like people could actually sit in the stands. I mean, um, it, like in reference in 2020, if you weren't in the stands, probably three hours before like an elite heat went, you weren't getting in the stands and there was a huge line. Mm-hmm. And this year there, like, I didn't run into any lines. There's only like a couple of like the night, like a couple night workouts where maybe there's like two people that security was like, you can't come in. And then I don't know, after a little bit, they're like, actually there's room like on that side. Mm-hmm. So um, that was like, re- that was a really cool, but the whole atmosphere at Wapalooza, it, it really is like, it's like a music festival and cr- CrossFit just packed in the one. And I love it. I was like, I actually really did like it this year because it wasn't, there wasn't the high stakes of a games ticket. Mm-hmm. And I've actually never been to Waterpalooza before um, it was a sanctional. So this was like 
the first year, it was fun. Everything was laid back, or at least all the athletes felt laid back. There was no tension. And it just looked like everybody was having a great time. And I know like everybody was having a great time until like the rain. And then that kind of, you know, dampened everything. Uh, No pun intended. But but other than that is literally a party. Everyone's having fun. Everybody is just smiling. There's so much stuff to do from Vendor Village, which they have like pretty much everybody – close to the water. So Vendor Village was right in between Flagler and then they had another state, a couple other stages Mm -hmm. uh, and Bayside, which is the one like right on the water. Uh, And there's just just a huge walkway through through it. And then the more bigger partners had, of course, just like the bigger booths that were kind of like off to the side. But so that was kind of, and then to be honest, I have like no clue where the food was like, the food was just like in a different location than usual. And um, with us, I, fe- I felt like since we just brought our food, we just, I smelt it. It smelled amazing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> because it was near Flagler somewhere, but it was still like that same party vibe. And the fact that there was no games ticket, just money, which yeah. I mean, obviously everybody wants money, but um, it was it was a lot more fun in my opinion than years prior. Yeah. So did you know? Did, did you walk through Vendor Village once in a while? Yeah. So I would uh, I would go to sharpen the axe all the time just to say hey to the guys. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it was super packed. Um, like, and from there, it's like you could uh, for as athletes, like we had like a virtual swag bag. So we'd go around to everybody, scan a QR code. Get to, get to know everybody which is really cool because like there's some companies that you never get to see like anybody that truly works you only see them on social media so it was really cool to like actually get to know the owners and or like talk to whoop and some of their employees um or with tyr i think it's really cool that they're in the crossfit space and i got to like ask about their like first experience doing something like that large at a crossfit event uh, so it was, so it was really cool because you finally like, get to know the brands a little bit more. Yeah, and another thing is it's it's a good way to get your name out too. So if like you know Tier could be a potential sponsor for you, you know you'd say, right. hey, you know I'm doing this. This is what I've done. You know, blah blah blah. You know, I love your products. Maybe we can collaborate or something like that. Who knows? Exactly, and I mean I think it also just puts a name with a face, like especially if they see an application or like 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 you said like maybe they just like you right then and there. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, like I got to, like, I got to sport like a, a tear bathing suit during the bro swim run event. And like, that, that was awesome. And they got like, they got to see it. So, um, it's just, it's really cool. Just, I like getting to know like different brands. Like I love, I mean, obviously I know all the people at Misfit and Sharpen the Axe, yeah. but I mean, I get to get, I get to bond with them more because it's not like I go up to Maine that often. Um, or get to learn, like learn more about like some of my sponsors that I've only talked to them through email and Instagram. Yeah, yeah so, exactly. Yeah. It's very, really cool. Very cool. So if, if like, say like for me, if I go there, like if I went there this year, what would be yeah. the first spot for me to go for, you know, for me to check out like Wadapalooza? Um, so like, I mean, like, as in like, what would be like the first thing you like walked into or like. You have to do this if have, you go to the I have to do this. 
right. Um, let's see. Well, when you first walk in, you actually you would hit fat ash cookies. So obviously you stop and get a cookie yeah. because you have to. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but um, other than that, like the noble was packed and they always had clothes and that was like a cool experience in itself. Um, but really seeing Bayside and seeing Flagler just like in person mm-hmm. is so cool because I don't know, like I, I was really glad they had a free live stream because a lot of people like didn't go on Flow Elite or they just didn't like that they'd have to pay for a month of Flow Elite yeah. when it was on there. And just getting to be in that environment in person, just like under the lights, like even though you are in the stands, you're so close to the athletes that you just you feel like you're with them. And it's I feel like I mean the spectators make the party vibe. Yeah. I mean we try to as athletes, but of course like we're still we're, try- we're trying to be serious about our competition, but seeing just how fun everybody's having and, you know, like they really, they bring Miami to Wadapalooza. I don't necessarily think it's the athletes. So just like being in those environments are super cool. Um, I love like the spectator events. And then you, if you are a spectator, you should do the gauntlet because <laughs> I mean, you can just sign up for it. You get this power hour of a workout that they like set up, a whole entire stage for it and then this year it was a, it was like a four-day competition yeah so you got to go through you know you got to compete the entire time too mm-hmm. so you might as well just do that like there's a part of me that was like maybe i should have just done the gauntlet and just done the final or something like that <laughs> um no i loved my experience yeah, <laughs> but cool. uh but yeah like i thought that was super cool and like seeing that grow um so like yes yeah, so you have to do the gauntlet and then just I know that even the, just sitting in the stands might suck, but like once it's nighttime or when like the elite heats are going, it is just, it's so fun. It is so fun just to be with like a screaming crowd and seeing everybody just like riff off of one another. Yeah, very cool. And I, and I love it how they still have like the adaptive athletes coming in and like the, you know, right. the Masters athletes, even the teen division, like pretty much everyone was there. Even like, you know, like scaled and intermediate and like RX and like elite, like everybody can have a chance to work out there, which is, I, th- I think it's really cool. Yeah. And like, that's why like, I really uh, like, I love Waterpalooza because like everybody gets to compete. That's why I love Granite Games when it was on its own mm-hmm. because everybody gets to, gets to compete. And these are just like one-off events that, you know, the CrossFit community d- doesn't have like a lot of moments that we all get to come together like other than the CrossFit games, or if you wanted to go to Rogue, um, if you want to go to Dubai, I wish I could, but I can't afford it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I feel like everybody just, everybody like zones in on the CrossFit games, everybody zones in on Wadapalooza, and you get, and like you said, you get to compete. There's so many different divisions. There's spectator workouts you can do all the time, so mm-hmm. you can participate there. Um, there's a cool VIP section. You basically just like had your own beach and then like your own, like basically couch area overlooking Flagler, which is really cool, yeah. uh, that we broke into, <laughs> um, and just like different things like that, that it's, I mean, you just can't experience anywhere else. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. So, um, obviously you said you were, one of the questions I had next was 
what was it like competing? But you said it's like you already said it's like really chill, relaxed, and it wasn't like you're you're gaining for a you know a spot at the CrossFit Games. It's like it was more chill. So um, you know, other than like doing it the previous years, you know, you said it was more chill. So um, what did what was it like the atmosphere? Was like obviously people were trying to win, but you know, right. you know, what was it the atmosphere for you guys like working out? So I, with us, I mean, I don't, I don't want to, it was very unfortunate. Uh, one of my teammates was sick and then one was injured. So going into this, so we had, we kind of had like a different, um, we just wanted to go in, have fun. This was like, we never get to compete together. Mm-hmm. Like I haven't competed with them since Granite Games was on its own. And now it's like, okay, we get to do the team of three. They're my best friends. And we just get to throw down and just have fun. And Again, like that's just like what Wadapalooza is for. So for us, it was just so much fun just getting to know the other athletes and reconnecting, which is like athletes we've seen at other competitions in the past mm-hmm. and just warming up together, laughing that, you know, like at the shorty bar, everybody was probably just going to go fail, even though like we're warming up with regular bars, but that's okay. Uh, <laughs> and just like, I don't know, like it felt like it was a community of like, we're all in this together. And, you know, you, like, I think it's just because it's, it is that laid back environment. It is supposed to be like a fun comp right before the season starts where we really have to get serious. It's also a place where we get to see like where our fitness is at, because yeah. of course we're still training, but you know, like this is a good time to see if like our weakness work has been paying off. Mm -hmm. So that's how I I went into this competition, just seeing that what, um, if what my coach and I have been working on has been paying off and it has, and I'm just like, okay, like we're on the right track. We're doing all the right things. And I think a lot of people like use it as like a reconnection with friends and getting to compete with girls that like, we don't get to all the time because we live like, all over the country or all over the different parts of the world. Yeah. And then uh, just see where our fitness is at. Very cool. Very cool. So um, now I want to talk about the workout. So obviously you talked about the sled and that, that workout. So how did you, like, how do you guys communicate? Like, especially with uh, other than your friend, your friend being sick and injured. So with that movement, I know it's, it was kind of a different movement than like the regular peg and whatnot. So right. how did you guys like, how do you guys communicate throughout this whole workout? And how did you guys attack that first workout? So it was, so it was kind of weird because it was thrown on us in the athlete briefing that there was a minimal work requirement that was not on the website. And they just threw it at us that day saying, hey, if all three athletes don't get through the GHDs, you have to sit out the round, like the next round, and then you get to compete in the third. Yeah. And all of us just kind of like look at each other and stare because, I mean, I know for a fact I reached out to like other teams and other teams reached out to me asking if that third person like even got to touch the pig or tire or whatever they're using, the practice. And that – kind of threw us for a loop. So we were very optimistic. We're like, we're going to get to the flip sled. And we've had practice on it before. Uh, luckily, like, I've seen it in grid league because it is one of our implements. So I lucked out there. And I've also been at competitions with the flip sled. And uh, my friends got to find like other gyms with flip sled. So I felt like we had like a little bit of a leg up 
but um and really like the difference is i feel like there's just like different ways you can you flip the flip slide whereas the pig you only can kind of like go from the sides and lift it yeah um if you want to you can actually like um kind of make it into a power clean so you can grab it with a pronated grip and just curl and press it up um you can just grab it like underneath the bar and kind of reverse curl it if you want um so there's like different ways to attack it just like based on your anatomy or what's just better for you so i think it's like more versatile than the pig Mm -hmm. but we went into that workout like i said very optimistic that we're we're just we're gonna get through those ghds and it backfired entirely (laughs) um i actually i my the heavy rope like none of us have ever used the rogue rope and it was just us just kind of staring at each other and um i know like my my friend was like one of our uh at least on the first round my friend was struggling on the on the flip sled i only got there with probably 10 seconds left and got two quick flips and then from there my workout was over because i got because we i was going to go first that second round Mm -hmm. and then i was going to be third the third round so i wasn't even going to make it anywhere so i kind of sat back and I was like, you guys have fun doing some double unders and GHDs. So, but I feel like that happened to a lot of teams. So I'm really glad once it came to the men's team. So like, hey, you guys don't have that minimum work requirement because really none of the girls, like there was only two girl teams in my heat that got all three girls through. And I felt so bad for them because they only had a one minute rest and then they had to go again. Yeah. At least we had like a five minute rest before we we could go again, uh, or more even more than that. So I felt so bad for them. Yeah. But at least like for the men, they learned from that event. So mm-hmm. that was pretty much. It was just a very crazy event, just because they threw something that very unknown at us. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I've actually seen some people like hold it on the sides and yeah. like lift it up that way. So I mean, that looks like a whole like central nervous system nightmare just from the ghds and that that flip with the heavy you know flip so i i can't imagine like luckily you guys had like a good enough break so right you get ready for the next one so how, how after that workout how do you guys like manage to recover and all that kind of stuff before like you know the miami bar complex yeah so um at least like we there was actually considerable time between workouts so our airbnb was pretty close to the venue so we'd either Uber or scooter back. Uh, we use scooters a lot. That's like another part about Miami. Like mm-hmm. there's scooters everywhere and yeah. you just get to have fun. Uh, we like followed Justin Cutler through the streets of Miami. Like literally like the line median where we're not supposed to be like in the middle of the road, we're like scootering and we're like, he's probably really trying to kill us, but that's fine. <laughs> um, but I digress. I digress. We could like easily get back to the hotel, chill out, get like actual food in. Um, or we just bring snacks to the venue. I, like I said, like I went to sharpen the axe a lot just to hang out with them. And that was like something where I could just ask how their day was going. So like I could get my mind off of working out for just a little bit, which helped a lot. Yeah. Very cool. Now the next workout was the Fran, uh, Fran air bike workout. Yeah. So how did you, how, how did that go for you? And like, what, what were your thoughts and how did your team attack it? So pretty much this whole podcast is going to be like, how you communicate and how you attack it. So, yeah. 
No. So this one, like we are all team athletes. So we were very excited about the worm, even though um, it was a four person worm with three people, Mm -hmm. but luckily they situated the bags. So even though it was going to be floppy, they only had like three heavy bags. Like at Granite Games, they actually had like like a hundred and then like three eighty pound bags, which was we literally could. It was devastating. But Waterpalooza is like, hey, like we got you. So we were we were super confident going into it, and I would say it went like really well. Um, the synchro chest bar just threw us off for a little bit. Um, just because all three of us had to be synchro, I feel like if it was just two, it would have been fine. But having like one person kind of like off to the side and between rigs just threw us off a little bit. But um, I think just capitalizing on the worm where we could is like how we like did like semi well in that event. Yeah. Um, Whereas like the other stuff, like we could have been like a little bit better. Mm -hmm. Now, now is the worm the same weight as the men's or because I've never, I've never touched a worm before. So Like, is it, is it like different, different weight classes, like weights for like the worms for the guys and the girls? Uh, yeah. So it was different weights. Um, for this, for Wadapalooza, it was the front bag was, I think 65 pounds for the girls in the front, 70 in the middle, and then 55 in the back. And then there was large filler bags, like six pound filler bags. Um, rather than like normally they're in, the filler bags are in between the red lines, whereas mm-hmm. these, like, those were also like a considerable size, just like our like actual weighted sections. Um, and then the guys, I can't think, I can't remember the weights off the top of my head, but I think they're around like 70 to 90 pounds okay. just distributed within the worm. Okay. All right. Very cool. All right. So, uh, how did you, how did you feel after the frame workout? I love that workout. My teammates did not like that workout, but <laughs> I like. I think I think our worm strategy was super good. Like we like we didn't have to drop it. There was like one miscommunication where it ended up on it just ended up on different shoulders, and then I'm like, oh, I can easily just push press this over my head because it's 65 pounds. Uh, forgetting that there's there was slack in the worm, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. actually one of the misfit athletics photographers. <clears throat> has me like you just see me like push it up and then all like the worm just like pushes me back and just has a frame by frame of me falling and i'm like that was perfect like this needs to become a gif right now yes uh, but that was like our only hiccup on the worm like i said it was just the chest bar that gave us a little bit of trouble yeah um and then of course just like the echo bike just hurts you know yeah so with the chest bar pull-ups did did you have like one person on the end that was like watching the other two you know um you know, athletes, so they actually can, she can actually say like, okay, next, next, go. Um, so we actually, our plan was our middle athlete was the, uh, so the person in the middle was just the one calling being like, Hey, let's do five, ready, go jump up to the bar. Um, that way just like both, both like the in athletes could hear. Uh, I know like one of my friends, like she said, like she literally only could hear like the person right beside her. So I felt bad whenever like she couldn't hear the judge because she was in the middle. So like I was the one being like, "No, we still have reps left. Don't drop it." <laughs> um, so that was our. I mean, that was our plan. But it was just like we were also like the people on the ends were really comfortable of just turning our head and just being able to just go off of that middle yeah. person. <laughs> um, like I said, we've had team experience before and. So, so from that, it was, it was very easy just to get synced up. Like 
the one in the middle, like I've done tons of uh, sanctioned events with her. Yeah. So I felt like it was just like, you know, picking up where we left off a couple years ago. Very cool. Very cool. So the the next day, you guys, the, the first workout was the Miami Bar Complex, which that so I did notice you guys had short bars. I was so I was actually shocked that they didn't spread you guys out even more and to use a regular bar because obviously there were like 30 were there like 30 lanes or something like that and like right. even for you know the guys and like for, and the girls that i've seen they were like you guys were in pretty tight and yes and also that short bar doesn't really give you the whip that it actually does in the in a normal bar so how did, you, how did you guys do <laughs> It was a doozy for sure. Um, like in the warm up area, you know, like um, my teammates and I, we like we like we hit the middle bar just fine. We're like, we'll just leave two hundred five to out there. We felt very confident one ninety five. We knew it was a short bar going out there, um, but with me, like it was like having the experience at different competitions. More and more, like the short bar has like hasn't affected me as much as like the first time I've ever used it. Like that was such a shock mm -hmm. to now it's like, okay, like if I see it, it's all good. I know what to expect. So I, I was thinking like, you know what, it's going to be fine. It's just going to, it's just going to hit a little bit harder after like, you know, we rest for 25, 30 minutes before going out on the floor. Um, no, it wrecked me a little bit more than I originally thought. Uh, it wrecked all of us because we basically, each failed, and then we're like, wait a sec, we need to stand up with the bar. And then finally, like, we started getting reps. And once once we could finally just, like, find a rhythm, like, we get we could bang it out. Uh, we couldn't bounce, bounce clean, like you said. Like, the whip is just not there. And um, I felt like we, it, like, in the warm-up area, it felt good. And then, like, out there, it was only the hang cleans, though. Like, yeah. the front squat from the shoulder overhead felt pretty solid. But man, you don't realize like how much you use the whip for a hand clean, especially if it is like a higher percentage. Um, and like using like a bounce out of the hole because it just feels like you have like metal plates on there and you're you're using some stiff bar and you'll just get in the bottom. You're like, man, I can't stand up now. Yeah. Yeah. I, so I was, when I was watching the live feed on it, um, Briley Hansen was, literally bouncing it off her quads and like she she i mean i was shocked i'm like how is she able to whip it like that especially well i mean she's got like big quads so that right. kind of helps like the bounce and stuff but i was like holy crap she's like ripping it through like the whole time and i was like there's no way her legs are gonna be like are gonna be okay after this no i i am like so impressed at that freaking fitness team I mean, of course, like, it's really cool because I know them all from grid. Yeah. And just seeing them just go out and just take names on that workout was so cool. Mm -hmm. And, like, when I got to go back and just, like, see Briley do hand cleans, like, nobody's business, I'm like, oh, my gosh. Goals. Like, I want to do that. Yeah. Um, like, Heather, like, I, like, literally the front squats looked like they were, like, 95 pounds, which is insane. And... I don't even know how winter just like easily just did all the jerks on her own. Like she was like, Hey, you don't, I, you don't have to do any jerks, my friends. Like I'll do them. Yeah. She's like, Give it um, to me. So <laughs> they are, they literally murdered it. And I couldn't have been more proud of them. Cause I knew like, as soon as that event came out, like they, they were like gonna win it. Yeah. Um, just because I know their background and I know how well, a, they work together, but B 
they love a barbell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very cool, very cool. So um, the next the next one was the the Bayside Chipper in the in the afternoon. So they they added a new you know movement it was like a front rack kettlebell stepovers. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of biased. I'm a little, I was a little worried about that one because obviously you could lose your balance and like, you know, you know, clip your foot at the, the edge of the box and, you know, whatever happens. But, you know, how did, what did you think about that new movement? And, you know, what did you think of the workout? So luckily for teams, we actually didn't have that movement, but I actually worked with like um, uh, my, te- my games teammate, Kim was going individual and then uh, one of my teammates, teammates, um, was also going individual. So I got to play around and just, like, help her, like, figure out, like, how to sit the kettlebells. Because I remember, like, the lunges at the CrossFit Games in 2020 where they just uh, prop it up on their traps mm-hmm. and seemed, like, very smooth. Um, I was scared, at least just because it is, like, that longer box. And it is a soft box. And um, that, like, give just kind of doesn't uh help people sometimes and i know like some people did like um roll an ankle or two yeah i just felt so bad because um just for them because it was like it was at night i can't even see like anything as is at night Mm -hmm. um so i was like kind of i was kind of worried i'm glad that there, there wasn't like a lot more injuries or ones that they said like no i have to pull out but um it it's a cool movement. I do like that they brought it up, but maybe like if they just like uh, for RX intermediate scaled, um, they had wood boxes. So I think like that would have been, that actually would have been a little bit safer for the stepovers. Yeah. Small, smaller area to step on. And then right. you can kind of like, don't even have to stand up and then you can kind of just like squat down a little bit and just get to the next area. So. Right. So that, that like, that's like the only critique, but I get why they use the soft boxes and it was like, you know, like the team had to use them because we had, we had the really tall box jumps and box jump overs. It's not like yeah. you're going to be like, Hey, I'm going to move all of these soft boxes out, which are a pain to move and then bring all of wood boxes on, which are also a pain to move. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, I get why they, like, they of course had to use the soft boxes, but maybe just in the future, if they have that kind of step over, just taking a fact that maybe they should just use a regular box. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So how was, that was the workout for you guys on that one? Um, it was like, I thought it went really well. Uh, like Austin and I, my coach, we've been working legless rope climbs mm-hmm. and those are like the best, my legless rope climbs have ever felt in a workout, which is really cool to see. Um, I think the touch and go, like it surprised me how many people touch and go the sandbag. I think like in the warm-up area, people were struggling with it, especially yeah. just, making sure the bag touches, not just your hands. And uh, so all of us were just kind of like figuring it out. And then once you're out there on the floor, I mean, adrenaline is everybody's best friend. I mean, everybody's ripping this bag. Um, and uh, my, it was just, uh, we couldn't like figure it out all too much. So I ended up being the only one touching going the sandbag, whereas my friends dropped. So that like, brought us back and then we just like couldn't catch up after that just because i think everybody was like ripping out like sets of 10 and we were just trying to transition fast yeah um but at least from my standpoint just things that i've been working on like the those felt great which was awesome for me like i'm known at water for at waterpalooza for doing like this hand over hand legless rope climb and literally just having like no kip left 
So knowing that I did not get to failure this time was so great. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. But that's just me. That's just me. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, and it's like, it was just so cool just like seeing how fast like people go and just looking at me like, wow, like what everyone's capable of. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. It's just, I, I sit there and I'm like, how are these people able to do it? It's insane. So it's, it's, it's oh, I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm out there on the floor thinking the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I believe the next workout was the run, swim, run workout after the next yeah. day. Yeah. So, um, I really didn't watch much of that cause I thought it was pretty boring. So to be honest with you, don't even worry about it. I also would not have watched it yeah. if I was later. So I would have been like, um, at night. Yeah. So, so were you next to that group where the they like they had two swimmers make it to the to the to the running part, but the other one didn't make it? No. So that was RX. Uh, okay. I did have some friends like in that heat with them, and then I actually had friends in the men's heat right after. Mm-hmm. Like, so I felt so bad for everybody. Like the the girls' heat, like obviously finished, but like. No, I don't think anybody knew that the men's RX teams, first of all, they send, they, they make, it was on the timer. So like everything had to work like clockwork for this event. So like, but it ended up being like some teams were on runners as like other team, like the next heat was coming in. And I don't think anybody realized that, but the men's t- team heat started rowing and you know, took off to the swim entry point Mm -hmm. and are like, wave them down. Like, no, like we're missing somebody. Um, And there's all this confusion there. I'm pretty sure they also send the second guy's heat, like thinking, like they didn't say like, hey, you can just leave now because the event is just over. Like we can't do this. Um, So like all the men's teams just died doing a 3K row. And, and then they got to the water, which is the fun part, and their event gets canceled on them. So I felt really bad for that, but I'm glad that girl was found. Yeah, exactly. And like, in plus, like having like two thousand athletes in the water in one day. I I commend Waterpalooza for doing it, and I mean that's a big reason why I love Waterpalooza. Like, I have a swim background. Like, I want to swim because I know we're going to do do well mm-hmm. in a smooth it. And I, I don't know if it's like maybe you send like elites at night or you just have to take into account that maybe you have to d- split the swim of it in two days, especially if you are adding more and more divisions. Yes. Uh, just like thinking like for next year, I, I don't want to say like make the swim only like elite only. Like I, I think that like, takes like, the, like a big part of what Waterpalooza was like out of the event. Yeah. So maybe either just making sure it's a shorter event. Um, like in uh, 2019, it was a sprint. It was basically a ski sprint into a swim into a sp- ski sprint. It was a very short workout yeah. and just, just keeping it just as very short workouts. And I thought it was a cool concept. Like it was cool going from Tina Hills and then swimming like the bay side, like that's like so cool that we get to be on two stages. And it was a very cool concept. But once like night comes, it's either you have to throw the elites in the water because at least like they probably have like the best experience in the water yeah. out of all the divisions or split it up between two days. 
I agree. Yeah. So, how, what was it like running barefoot on the, uh, the the treadmill? It actually wasn't bad. In practice, I was like kind of nervous about it. Uh, I actually taped my toes because um, I have I have uh, very sensitive hands when it comes to like pull up bar stuff and holding on. And apparently, it happens on my toes too. So, I actually taped it. I like taped my big toe just so I want to get caught, um, just like in between the treads. Yeah. And. Once like the event started, like like I said, once the adrenaline's going, you're running at like the same speed that you would without like with shoes on. So luckily, we did get the row of shoes. It like kind of dawned on me. Like I was more concerned about the run, and then I think like two days prior, I'm like, wait, we have to row without shoes. So it was really good that we got to row with with the shoes on because i think that would have been way more uncomfortable yeah than the run yeah i agree with the strap over and it's like just rubbing against the top of your feet yeah that'd be yeah and, it's, and especially like we already had to like adapt to the assault rower like in a very short period of time so it would just be like add like more chaos and i'm like i i just i just would use my arms i yeah. just wouldn't use my legs yeah speaking of, speaking of the assault rower like what were your thoughts on trying it out for the first time so again like i i I was lucky because my teammate's gym had an assault rower. So I got to like have like a little bit of prep on it. Um, so since it is like, like literally just like the assault bike fan. Mm-hmm. So I think it pays to be a bigger dude. Granted, that's what like all machines are, but it's, if you need to get a stronger pull and slow down your uh, strokes per minute, it, it's very beneficial to just get that strong pull, wait for it and be very consistent rather than keeping the stroke, uh, the strokes really high, which unfortunately is how I row (laughs) normally. So it was just like a little bit of just testing it out at my friend's gym, uh, making sure like all of my warmups at Wadapalooza, I used the salt rower. So I just got more and more confident on it. And I mean, with each exposure to it, I was get, I was getting down to my normal splits on a C two rower, but I think it's just like those little nuances of oh you need a stronger pull rather than multiple pulls or you know sometimes like the the um like your stroke might be just like a little like off of timing than your your normal mm-hmm. and the split will go up like ten seconds so you kind of have to like bring that back down so it it pays to be just slow consistent strong pulls on the assault rower okay very cool because i i've been on rowers like water rowers have you ever been on those before yeah yeah so like it looks like a big washing machine where you pull it and then all of a sudden like the meters don't keep on going it just stops all right and then you have luckily, luckily it keeps going yeah 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 so. and so and like you're like trying to do like an actual workout but like I don't know, like a 200 meter row on this, like on this, like washing machine, you know, row. And it's just like pulling and you're like, okay, you know, you're stopping at like nine, nine meters and it should be going right. to like 12 or even further before I do my next. Exactly. And you're just like, oh my God, it's the worst. And then like pushing water doesn't help either. So. Oh no, not at all. Um, I, I don't know. I feel like everything should just be a concept two rower and it's just like, you know, like Concept2, they had, you know, they were a huge sponsor of the event in 2020. I don't know what happened, but they could have just brought them back. But I guess it's really cool. Just like, um, I mean, it's a new implement. It was just like the flip sled. It was just like the rogue heavy rope. Like a lot of us, like normally that's just reserved for the games athletes. So it was really cool that it's we got to use that as well. Yeah. So 
Uh, it, it was really cool that, and like, you know, the, the kettlebell stepovers. So it was cool that they're trying new things out. Very cool, very cool. Now, um, the I think the next workout after that was a celebration. Yeah. Yeah, so that that was a um, celebration tent, sorry. And then it was, you know, you and your, um, how are you, like, obviously you're doing like handstand holds and like handstand walks and all that stuff. And so like, how, how were your shoulders like absolutely fried after that? Um. Yeah, they were pretty, they were pretty on fire the entire event. Um, I... I love that event because it was very, it was very team oriented. And that's again, like where we thrive. And I really think Saturday is where we hit our stride because like the, the Rose one run was a really good event for us. Um, one of my teammates was a collegiate swimmer. So like she got out of the water like second and then I wasn't like too far behind her. So it was kind of like, all right, we're doing great. And I think like that momentum, it was just like, all right, we're just going to go murder ourselves out there and whatever happens happens um we had like we had like just like a strategy so like one person would take more handstand push-ups would be on the light overhead squat bar someone would just do like the last little bit be on the heavy one and we just kind of had that flow and i think just like it since it was like it was a night event it was everybody just screaming the music's so loud i had such a blast in that workout and i felt like i was just smiling the entire time very cool <laughs> so no like it was it was really cool and it it was like such a special moment for wadapalooza too um just because it was celebrating the 10th anniversary yep. so i think like just like all of those like emotions and just the whole atmosphere that was like one of my favorite events of the weekend very cool and then then the fireworks was it the fireworks on that day or was it the day before I think it was the day before because okay, okay. we got to see him. We got to see him from our Airbnb, and I remember just like seeing that on the um, like on an Instagram post that there's me fireworks, and uh, we were just I was we were kind of like debriefing the day back at the Airbnb, and then of course we're just hearing them go off. And my friends like, "What's going on?" And like, luckily we had a cool balcony. We had a shot of like the entire fireworks show, right, so we just like cool. sat out there and watched. We're like, "This is nice." Like. It's like we can just play our own music or which is like and I don't know. I feel like that cheered us up. And especially just since we had like two down days, it was kind of like it was like, yeah, this is like this is our moment. This is when we're supposed to be hyped up and then um just like carried it through. But it was cool that they had a fireworks show. Yeah, I'm like that, was, that. I thought that was pretty cool. Day. Yeah. Yeah. So when you when you guys are like staying in, you know, Miami. So do you typically have I should ask this in the beginning, but do you typically have like a bunch of, you know, your friends and like other athletes go into an Airbnb and kind of like do like a whole like big sleepover kind of deal. So that's what, that's what we did. And like, we've had it like in the past, like I, I feel like it just like depends on just how athletes work. I mean, I love, I love being just like in a community feel. So having like, I mean, even at the games, like we had like a whole house, the whole team and like, mo and like some of our spectators and just like the entire family and, like, that's what I love because, like, at the end of the day, like, it's like we can unwind. We can talk about things other than CrossFit. Yes. Really, that, that there was snow in Charlotte and all of them were from Charlotte. <laughs> um, and just just have fun, unwind, and just still, like, make this, like, a vacation feel. So that's how that's how we operate. And, I like I said, I love that. Um, but 
I mean, there was a hotel right next to the venue. Uh, my friends from West Chase, they're all in that hotel. And, mm-hmm. you know, like they just had like a couple rooms and, you know, pack people in. So I think it just like, I think it depends. It depends on if you want to be like super close to the venue, if you want to like try to get an Airbnb because they can be like sometimes kind of sketchy. So, um, or you just like just stay at the same place you normally do. Like if you do an Airbnb. Yeah. So did you have a, do you have a favorite restaurant down there? Um, okay. So there's two, one is just salty donut. Okay. Um, Oh my gosh. I only will eat donuts from there. We, and I probably had like seven on Sunday night. They're so good. And I'm not exaggerating too. Like my, the, like the one thing that I was sad about when we had like a whole community community in our little Airbnb was the fact that we got like two dozen donuts and I look in the box and I was like, no, there's like hardly any donuts left. And then they're saying like, no, Hannah, like there was probably maybe like three donuts left. And like the competitors didn't even get to eat these donuts yet. Oh, I was so livid that I just ordered, like I just looked at my teammate, I'm like we're ordering more donuts. And then that's all we did Sunday during the rain delay. But I digress. So salty donut. And then it is, there is a Cuban restaurant. It's like a family Cuban restaurant that is, the name of it is escaping me right now, okay. but it's just, I feel like it's like, just like this old 19, like 50, 60 vibe, like banquet. It's just like a building, but it's like just a banquet style, like dining room with tables everywhere. The meals are so delicious. They're like authentic Cuban. The paella is bomb. Um, so like normally like, um, it's either like the night before, cause you can actually get like healthier stuff there or just the, the last night that's yeah. we'll go there and, you know, go to town on all the Cuban food. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. I, I definitely have to. So my, my goal for, for next year is, um, to make it to Wadapalooza, maybe do the gauntlet or the main thing is get on radio row. Oh, so, yes, you have to. I, so they had, I guess they had Radio Row available, but the problem was it was so loud that a lot of the guys that were supposed to do podcasts weren't able to do it because the background noise was just like overpowering they trying to talk to people. Yeah. So. Man, I know that there was like, there was one podcast that kept going on. Uh, one of my sponsors, one of my sponsors was on it. And I don't know if it was maybe because they're, they're kind of like talked maybe by like where the spectator workout area was. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was like, at least in 2020, there was like the podcast area was in the middle of vendor village. So you could actually just like sit there and watch them have a podcast, which was also super cool because like, I like, I just like watched like Chris Henshaw or like the Misfit Athletics podcast got to like, just stay there and do a po- uh, an episode, which was really cool. Oh, that's cool. Um, so maybe like, I don't know, I don't even know, like, I wish I knew like more about the podcasting. I don't know if they need like better mics or just literally put it off like out the way of everything. But I thought it was cool that you could actually like watch the podcast happen Mm -hmm. in 2020. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. I I would love that. That's my, that's my bucket list. Even not if I'm not on radio row, just, just being there is one of my bucket lists. Right. No, Uh, man, no, you're going to do the gauntlet. We're going to make sure you're there next year. All right. (laughs) 
wife and kids at, so. Oh my gosh, bring them. Oh, man, there's like so many kids there. Yeah, here, here's, it was so here's fun. the thing. My wife is, has no interest in CrossFit whatsoever. So it's just like, <laughs> if if both of us go, she'd go, go off and just chill out on the beach. And then him, then I'd be like, just like dying in the gauntlet or doing something else. So, I mean, which is fine well, with me. We can, we can find people. We yeah. can just have a whole group together and we can have people that are not in the CrossFit, but want to stay in Miami. And, you know, there's... At least it's in Miami, right? Like, there's yeah. so much stuff to do rather than – don't get me wrong. Like, Madison, Wisconsin's awesome once you get there. But, like, if you've never been there, you're like, what is there? So, like, it has, like, it's given – like, Miami is definitely, like, the place to go if you go anywhere. Yes, there I, I, I agree. I, I agree. So, um, <laughs> now I kind of want to talk about the, the CrossFit Open. So, yeah. we have – I mean, this will probably come out uh, – I think next week, um, okay. so uh, or maybe two weeks, but we'll see. Um, so it's roughly like thirty days as of right now. Um, what do you think people should work on? I mean, granted, like you can't really improve too much in thirty days, but like, what what would be the one of the main thing you think would be a good idea to have people improve on before the open? For the open, I mean, I don't want to just give this generic answer of just do CrossFit, but do the seven to 15 minute time domain workouts of simple couplets or triplets that you don't have to stop moving because normally open workouts, they're, they're either like muscular endurance and you just can't do another rep or when most of like the high level athletes, it's all about their aerobic capacity and what pace do can they hold for 15 minutes or um, 20 minutes? Like, like one that comes to mind is like the wall ball row workout in 2019. Yeah, it was 2019. Yeah. Yeah. And just having a, it's like you have your row cadence and you have your wall ball cadence. And when you're like a high level, your wall balls are always going to be unbroken but it's like what pace can you hold on the rower to be able to take two steps and immediately pick up your wall ball. So just working on just having like either complementing movements like that wall ball row. So like, yeah, your legs are going to be dead Um, or antagonizing just like the, uh, the front squat, a gymnastics pole Mm -hmm. and then a thruster. So um there's no need to work. I don't think like you're not going to get, you know, gain like so much strength and not necessarily to make the top 10%. You don't have to be like the strongest person. Most of the time you just have to have like a consistent weight for you and you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. So my thing is just to work that traditional CrossFit. And then also, especially if you're working on like a top 10% in quarterfinals and you're like right on the line, or like sometimes you have like anxiety with like judging or shooting videos. Like practice that now. I know with me is like you want to get your cam- uh, camera angles right. Like you yeah. want to find like I have a particular judge and I want that judge, um, and I'm going to make sure that judge is there every Friday night lights. So like having people have eyes on you, like making people like say no rep to you, and just like how do you respond mm-hmm. and. 
like that's like going through those like psychological things. How are you going to warm up? How are you going to cool down? Um, and you can just pick one workout a week to like make your open workout. You can even make it the Friday class workout. Just be like, you know what? I'm going to do my proper warm up for this. I mean, granted, it could be the class workout, but maybe coming in like a little bit before to do like some more personalized stuff. And then from there, like set up your camera, just make sure everything's like everything's aligned. And then either having the coach just like come by so often and count or just making sure you have someone there that's there's probably someone at the gym. I mean, I stay at the gym 24 seven to be like, Hey, can you just like count my reps and tell me if I have any no reps? So just like those little things are really good to work on now. Yeah. So I, I know, well, both of us do misfit athletics. And so, yeah. um, shameless plug. I'm actually wearing this shirt too. So, uh, I know I should, I'm like, Oh no, I didn't, I don't uh, have no, a shameless good, good. plug right now. I'm like, I have a sticker that I could like maybe like put on the screen. <laughs> so I know, um, I, so I've, I've been in lockdown pretty much in my basement and the only thing I've been doing, well, actually I did do a workout with like water jugs because I don't have a bathroom down here. So like I had, to, I had to use like water jugs, like old, old lady water jugs kind of thing. Oh my gosh. For, that's like, awesome. For like workouts, I would do like Romanian deadlifts, like like shrugs, like rows, like, you yeah. Know, and like, then I would do like lunges and air squats. And like, I take one and do like a shoulder to overhead kind of deal for like a half an hour. And then, um, I do remember them talking about like going on a, going on a piece of equipment and being on there for like 45 minutes, like the zone two workouts. So yeah. I, I've been doing that for like the past couple of days. So I think it's going to make, make me better endurance wise. I, I don't know. I mean, so, I mean, I think that maybe if someone, I, for, for my uh, idea, I know the seven minute quick workouts and stuff like that will work, but do you think maybe adding like one or two days or even three days with the 45 minutes on a machine would like help out with their endurance and kind of make them a better CrossFit athlete? I mean, I definitely think so. I mean, especially when it comes to the, just the more competitive CrossFitter, I, I love like all the zone two work that we've been doing through Misfit Athletics. I feel like I can just flush a lot better on machines. Just like when it even like just comes into workouts or my, like my leg endurance is so much better and it carries over more. So like it carries over more than just like the lung capacity or being able to hold, hold better splits or anything like that. So I really do benefit. Like, I like do think people will benefit from like one or two times a week hopping on. Like I love using a C2 bike. I switch between the C2 bike skier and then running like either on a runner um, or outside mm -hmm. um, and just going slow. And, you know, like sometimes like at least on the C2 bike, you can, you can keep a really fast pace and that's really hard. And sometimes that debilitates me, but like your runs get slow and is like, I feel like those are the most mental because you're like, I can go so much harder. So, and I just, I always have to come back to my breath and try to take longer breaths, longer exhales, try to get my heart rate down more so I can pick up the pace. And I, those things like they add up, like the, like you, you end up like very quickly, like being able to hold like faster paces at a, like a low heart rate. And then like today I did a workout from, one of Monday's workouts for Misfit that had burpee box jump overs and power snatches. And normally like that, that'd be like a quad blow up workout, especially yeah. trying to go fast on burpee box jump overs. And 
I felt like I could keep the same pace. I didn't fall off. Like, yes, I was still breathing hard, Mm -hmm. but like that muscular endurance was it like it was not good. Like I was good. I was solid. I was not going to slow down because like my legs were going to give out on me. It was like all a lungs based workout at that point. So, I mean, I would just throw it in. I mean, it could be an active recovery day um, because it is a machine or running very, like very slow, like at least in comparison to what you normally do. Yeah. So I think it's good just to like sprinkle in and, um, it definitely helps mentally like seem like, Oh man, like I have 43 minutes left. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, so we have a Peloton, so I've been kind of using the, like the, like without the trainer, pretty much just going on a ride to like some different yeah. country on the highway. And then like I would ride on the bike and like the video of just like complete desert and like a, a street and there's nothing else. And it's just like, right. This is not fun. And like, yeah, I'm like, crap, I got like a half an hour left on this thing. And just, yeah. just sit there and just like suffer the whole time. And it's, it's like, I, I love it. So, I mean, I love just sweating and just, you know, suffering. So, but I, I think, no. I think I, having like at least a video or something distracting you is a, is a big help. Yeah, no, like with me, I'll switch up like what it's like, I'll switch it up between like meters, calories, watts, because like, I don't even know what that means. Like now I kind of do, um, and I'm like, all right, well, I'm just going to get to 100 calories and I'll count up to 50 and then I'll count down from 50 back to zero. And and like, that's how I'll do it. And I like I have a sense of, all right, well, if I'm in like the like a mid 900s, I'm around like a 203 pace, mm-hmm. like if it's on meters, but calories are a lot, lot less daunting because it's like, all right, if you're going for 45 minutes on a C2 bike. Oh, that's like 20, I mean, like 22,000 meters. Yeah. That, like, that could be just like in your mind, you're like, oh no, like I have to go that far. Yeah. Whereas like, if it's on calories, it's like, okay, I only have to get to a hundred and then I'm at one and then I'm like, and I've known in the past, I'm like, okay, I've gotten to, let's say like, I've gotten to like 700. So I only have to do that seven times. And it, and you just, I play a lot of games with myself okay. or with the watts. I'm like, let's just keep it above 200 and see what happens. And then most of the time, like my heart rate will like catch up to me. So I'll have to slow down. Um, but I love playing games with myself or like even just, I mean, it, yeah, I'm like still suffering, but it kind of just puts like a little fun into it. And I love games. So yeah, yeah. Me, me too. Like, and especially like they have a leaderboard on like the, the left-hand side of the screen. Yeah. So you're sitting there like, Oh, there's a dude in his sixties. That's like five, ca- five, you know, power <laughs> outputs more than me. I'm gonna smoke his ass. And so just like, I know, like, yeah, like it's, it's like it's it's good to have that, and there's like bad. It's it's bad to have it too because you're trying to stay in zone two, and then you're looking like you have like you're in a hundredth place, and you have like fifty cat. You have the fifty more yeah like, power output like your numbers left, and you and it's like you got like two minutes left. Of course you're gonna go all out, but I'm like you're just like yeah. you gotta like hold it back. You're like no, I cannot do that. Zone two, right? Zone two. <laughs> so I think in like the zone two, especially if I was in like that Peloton environment, I would not. I would just be probably like a one eighty the entire time. Yes, I, um, I agree. <laughs> or like even like sometimes when I do the zone two work with my friends, and it like it depends. Like some of my friends are like in their thirties, and they're just like, I hate that. You know, like I can like my heart rate can go like 
a little bit like almost like 10 beats higher than them and they're like i can't go as fast so they get mad so they end up just going at my heart rate <laughs> or like i or now i'm kind of experiencing it with um some like up-and-comers at our gym and i'm like i can't go as fast as you but i know i'm fit and i want to keep up with you yep. but it's like a stay in your lane so normally i have to like i have a c2 bike and skier at my apartment and I just go to town. I might like roll it outside of my apartment. So I get some vitamin D, but like I can't do it with anybody else. It's just me. So I can just deal with me. Or um, if people like start talking to me, then like my heart rate's at like, 115 because oh, yeah. it's yeah. either I talk at 115 or I don't talk at all at like a 125 heart rate. Like I hyperventilate. Yeah. So um it's a lot easier for me to maybe like stay away and <laughs> get out of the competitiveness to yeah. stay in my calorie game so so funny story about the row that when you talked about the row rowing wall ball workout the open workout we did yeah so i i did it i i think i i don't, I don't remember how many rounds i got it was it was a good amount so because i'm like six six so it's it helps me oh out. yeah you're like right there it's like a little like yeah, yeah. so like little, little, like volleyball like, shot like, for I'll you barely touch it i'll just like it. I tr- I've tried to like you know throw my arms up and kind of relax and try to catch it, but I'm like so tall I can't I can't do that. So it's yeah. like I have to hold it and just like constantly do that. But anyway, so the next morning, I wake up and I try to get out of bed and I'm like, oh my god, my quads were so stiff. And then I pick up my son. Uh, you know, my daughter wasn't born at the time. Um, I pick up my son and we're go and I look at the steps. And I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to get down with, the, oh with my holding gosh. my son and going down the steps. This is going to be impossible. And so yeah. him and I <laughs> sat on the steps and just kind of slid down on the way. Because I just I couldn't. Nice. Yeah, I was like, I don't know if I could do it sideways. If I could walk sideways or whatnot. It was like, there's no way. I was like, I was sore for like the whole weekend. I, I couldn't do anything. Oh, my gosh. I That workout... I, so I, for a short person, like I'm, I'm like five, four on a good day. Um, I absolutely love that workout. And I remember doing it Friday and I, I think I just like, didn't like that all the guys at the gym beat me. And of course the guys are going to beat me. Right. Mm -hmm. But I was so competitive that I'm like, no, I am going to sell my soul again even though like like you i could not squat the next day but like it's fine it's easy i just do it again you know like just do the just you know do the same movements and you know just flush out the body right but like you know with open intensity (laughs) and i i like got three more reps and i don't even know i don't even know how that was possible and i just I just, I don't even think I moved for the next like three days. Yeah. I like, they wanted me and, to, they wanted me to redo it on Monday. I'm like, there's, there's no way, no way. No, no. Impossible. I, that was, that was one of the workouts where I don't know if I ever want that to come up again, yeah. even though I love those movements. I was so close to failing a wall ball in like the last three rounds. Like I just remember like reps 13 through 15. I was like, I'm not. I, I'm not going to physically get out of the squat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then like, I would get back to the rower. I'm like, I have to hold the same pace, but I just almost feel the wall ball. Like, I don't know how I'm going to keep it, <laughs> but it was, it was something crazy. Actually uh, at West Chase tomorrow, we have open the, um, 
20.1, the ground to overhead bar facing burpee workout. Okay. Okay. Program. Yeah. And that was my best open workout to date. I am terrified to do that workout because I'm like, A, I don't want to go slower, of course, but I, I don't know if I'll ever go as fast as I did in that workout, like ever again. Mm -hmm. So I'm very terrified. And there's a part of me that doesn't want to show up to the gym, but um, I actually have a um, new teammate and she's going to be there. It's our first official training day together. And she also did very well in that workout. So I think we're going to try to murder each other tomorrow. Okay. Okay. Well, the, the one workout that I think I, I excelled at, well, actually there's, uh, yeah, there's like one. So it was the chest of bar, like thruster workout. Oh yeah. No, so, like, I know. Like, when I was sending in like, that yeah. was that was the one that I completely sold my soul to. Like there was no like I got it done. I was like laying against the wall. I I I could I didn't feel comfortable there. I went on all fours. Didn't feel comfortable. I sat down <laughs> on a box and I'm like, I didn't feel comfortable there either. And it was like I've never ever felt like that before. Never. And I'm like. I had to get up and walk outside and I'm like, I don't even like, I don't even know what to do with myself. Like I was just in right. complete mess. So that was, and I, I think I made it to like the 18th round. Oh my gosh. So like the, it, it was like, eight, um, I finished the thrusters and I started the 18 chest of bars and I think I made it to yeah. like one, uh, one thruster, one or two thrusters. And I was like, I was like, Oh my God. And everyone's like, that was amazing. And I'm like, I don't know what to do with myself. Just get just I, I was like so uncomfortable right. for like the whole hour. After. Oh my gosh. You know, it's amazing. Like this is what we do. Like we pay twenty yeah, twenty dollars to CrossFit to for luckily now it's three weeks. Yes. But three weeks of pain and suffering to be on the leaderboard with everyone in the world, which is also like that's like the cool part, right? Yep. Is like I mean, it's so cool that literally everyone in the world that does CrossFit does the same workout in a four-day time span, and everyone feels that feeling that everyone like everyone go through. Everyone is trashed by thrusters and chest bar pull-ups. Like I, I that one destroyed me. The 33, 27, 21, 59 one killed me. Yeah, I remember that. Every variation of that workout has destroyed my soul. Like, I don't, it, it's so hard to replicate that, but yeah. I like, that's why I love the open. Like all of us can come together and feel the same exact way about a workout. And there's, it's so cool. Like seeing just like the people who just do the hour CrossFit a day, like put like that much more intensity or they're like, wow, I didn't, I like, I didn't think I was capable of that. Yeah. I agree. Why you are, cause you're fit. You come in here, you put the work in and you know, when people are just yelling your name and cheering you on, like. That helps a bunch, and you're capable of a lot more than you think you are. Yeah, exactly. So uh, we're we're getting close to the end. actually we are close to the end. So um, I know I know I thank you for your time, and I do appreciate it. I don't want to take too much of your time, but uh, oh no, of course. I, I know I know. Last time I talked to you was last year, so I still have I still have some of the same questions. But uh, do you? What are you? Obviously, like making it past the open, the quarterfinals, semifinals, and then like make it to the games. But do you, obviously uh, you're in your clinicals too as well. So do you have yeah. any other goals that you have uh, that you want to accomplish like for this year? Uh, I want to graduate. That'd be nice. Uh, that's a really big goal of mine. That's in December, you know, unless like I fail a class this semester. Um, I don't know. My goals uh, really, I mean, 
for my life. Like I said, graduate, just learn how to be the clinician I want to be mm-hmm. and be confident in myself like, as a clinician. Cause I feel like I'm way more confident as a coach and a athlete than a clinician. It's just because I haven't put the reps in like I have in those aspects. So that's a goal of mine, at least in my, that world. And then for this season, again, it's to make the CrossFit games. Like, of course, that's going to be my goal. And I get to do it with three new people and have a blast. And I can't wait to just, you know, make the same relationships I have with my other teammates, yeah. but with, you know, three other people that I have all the faith in the world and I cannot be more excited about this season. Very cool. Very cool. So um, do you have another favorite book? Hmm. All right. Favorite. Or what, what are you reading? Obviously other than like PT, you know, books, like what, what else yeah. are you reading? Um, right now I'm actually reading Matt Fraser's book. Oh, me too. I yeah. Read at the same time. Yeah. I'm almost done with it. Yeah. Uh, I am not almost done with it. I'm pretty sure I'm like on chapter like two or three. Oh, okay. Um, but I'll read it like whenever I can. So I'm reading that. And then, um, I'm actually reading Will Smith's biography. Dang, we are so oh. much alike. I literally have it in that closet right over there. Oh, no way. Just waiting after the Fraser book. So. Heck yeah. No, but man, look at us. Yeah, very cool. You should you should re- uh, read the Matthew McConaughey book. That one's really good too. Oh my gosh. I listened to it on audiobook oh, just because okay. I knew he, he narrated it. Oh, he did? Okay. Oh, it is so good. I only So I only do like biographies on Audible and it's only when like the person's actually narrating it. Okay. Gotcha. Oh my gosh. It is so cool. Like just hearing his story from him yep. that I'll, like, I'll just like play a random chapter in the car, like every now and then, but is, yeah, that was such a great book. Yeah, I agree. So, um, do you have anything new in your gym bag? Oh man, something new in my gym bag. Hmm. I don't think so. Okay. I wish I I wish I could say something. I have new wristbands from Sharpen the Axe. Oh, that that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's like the newest thing. Um, other than that, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. So I, I'm not sponsored by them, but we are both big fans of this company. So I got a new gym bag. I actually got two, but I'm returning the other one because it's like ginormous. But I did get the Bear Palm compi- uh, Complex. Uh, commuter bag so i had the i have the other one the bigger version of it and it looks yeah. it's it's just way too big for me like i i'm a, I don't, i'm a six six guy but it looks like it looks like i'm like i'm like going on a trail hike so i, I just can't do it i mean you could be like me and i mean i literally bring three bags to the gym like i might i'll like i'll have like i'll probably have like two gym bags and then like something with like supplements in it and you know, with that bag, you have all you need to live at the gym for like a week. Yeah, true, true. I, I do like the uh, the inside compartment with the Velcro in it. That sounds really nice. So I, I will, I'm gonna do it. Just I'm gonna do a whole like unopening and like a YouTube video because like I I'm a big fan of that bag. So, uh, I'm, but anyway, I'm not sponsored, but they should sponsor this uh, podcast. Just saying. Uh, I mean, I highly recommend. I mean, they have the best grips on the planet. Yep, I, I cannot use windows. any other grip. Yep. Oh I have, yes. I have everything except for knee sleeves. That's all. All them. So. I do have knee sleeves. Can recommend. Yes. Do recommend. I, I've had those before, and I, I do like them as well. Um, so, what 
uh, we already did that one. So um, we already did that one. So where? So this is the last one. So where can people reach out to you if they have any questions with anything? Yeah, yeah, no. So they um, Instagram's probably the best place. It's at go so hardy. So um, I'm pretty much on there trying to procrastinate school. <laughs> so please, please come bother me. Please come talk to me about Wadapalooza, the Open, um, getting into competing, misfit, just life. I mean, I love just talking about anything and everything. So feel free to reach out on Instagram. Yeah. And also Misfit, you should sponsor this podcast too as well. We have both both Misfit Athletics and I interview all the <laughs> athletes from Misfit too. So just just FYI, Drew, you hearing this? You, you hear me? <laughs> we will send you this episode and you're around Bear Complex and Misfit contacting you. Yes. yes. And... Hopefully, we'll see. <laughs> Yes, yes. Well, well, thank you for doing this once again. I do appreciate it. And obviously, I would love to have you back on, you know, later on down the road. See how, see how life's going with you with, with school, clinics, clinics, and all that stuff. And like, how your training's going. Heck yeah, I would love to. Maybe we can like reach out after um, quarters, semis, heck, the games, like any of it. So, yeah. or I, just maybe like. I'll be, maybe I'll be at the games. Who knows? Oh my gosh, you should come. It's not like, it's not like Miami, we'll say, but Madison has some pearls there. Yes. I've heard. Yes. <laughs> well, thank you. And we'll, we'll talk later. Okay. All right. Sounds good. All right.